You know, I got to tell you, I have so many garbage apps on my phone, I never know where to look for stuff. And recently, I decided to clean house. All the junk and clutter gone. This leaves me with my most cherished apps. You know, the ones that can do it all. Like my Live One app. Music, events, news, podcasts, comedy. Oh, and actual musical stations curated by humans, not those robots hanging out on Bezos's yacht. All this on one tiny little place on my phone. I've become such a fan of the app we here at the Adam Carolla Show will give you three months free. Jump on to liveone.com forward slash Corolla to lock in your deal today. And with inflation at an all-time high, this is a huge savings. Liveone.com forward slash Corolla for three months plus for free. This is Corolla Digital. This is Reasonable Doubt with your hosts, Mark Garrigus and Adam Carolla. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on. The church making it on a mandate. Get it on and welcome to the best hour or so in the universe. I'm Adam Carolla. That's Mark. Hard out, soft taco, Garrigus coming from the home office in parts unknown. What's going on, Mark? I'll tell you, I've been Zooming all day. I really wanted to come see you. I could have used a dose of in-person Adam Carolla, but like the viewers, we're going to either listen or get imbued with your wisdom from uh, the audio. By the way, the number of people who don't understand the hard out soft taco and think that it's some kind of a gender um, uh, uh, issue Mm. is surprising to me interesting well i mean i think people's minds tend to go there sometimes all right so we have uh what's on your mind where do we start look the the i I think we've been talking about sbf gary will hit me if i try to uh talk about the is it uh bankman freed gary wow Mm -hmm. did i do it you did it yeah, once they get indicted, I know their name. Um, he, he got they unsealed the indictment. They arrested him yesterday. I uh, I think we talked about it, Adam. That I didn't understand at all what his uh, what he was doing because it made no sense from a defense standpoint. Because obviously he had a target on his back. I will say the one thing that is very surprising to me is the speed with which he was indicted. I uh, the I, I've said before. But the feds usually, the some uh, Fed uh, U.S. attorney told me this once. We move at glacial speed, and he was joking. But this was uh, some uh, with speed out of this the Southern District, like I uh, I can't remember seeing. And the idea that not only do they have the wire fraud, which by the way was also apparently the name of one of his phone chat groups. That's always that's what I would call a bad fact mm-hmm. defending him. Um, <clears throat> the, they, and they got the lender fraud and they've now, interestingly, they've got campaign finance fraud. Mm. Uh, remember we were talking about the donations and apparently there was some bundling going on where people were getting reimbursed. That's the allegations. And uh, and he's uh, the SEC has weighed in as well as the Southern District. And 
I part of what my immediate suspicion is that they could not have moved this quick uh, unless they had somebody who was actively cooperating, mm. and and that would be somebody at the higher level, highest levels. So I don't know if that's the woman who, what's her name, Ellison, his or, girlfriend. Or his brother was, I don't know what his brother was up to, but I know his girlfriend was sort of into it. Yeah, Caroline Ellison. Wasn't he just kind of doing the New York Symposium like a week ago, kind of toasting like the ago, town? And and by the way, and was laughing about, uh, you know, joking about it. I just, we were, we played the video. I think it's it's astonishing to me that you think you're going to go into that situation with this monumental collapse or implosion uh, in the financial markets, and that that, and I believe he's he intimated that his lawyers were telling him to shut the fuck up. It was so weird. He does a whole like symposium. He's thanked at the end. He gets a big round of applause. Seemed very sort of upside down world to me. But you whether. It's Alec Baldwin or Bankman Freeze, no talking when no, the shit's a, coming. When the shit's coming and you've been put on red alert, the it's, you know, to paraphrase, actually, it's an actual phrase, the two lawyers who have done the ad, <laughs> the ad I don't know if Gary can find it, but they say when the cops get you, shut the fuck up, shut mm. the fuck up. That's their that's their kind of motto for their advertising. It's a that's taken from real life experience. It generally never helps. It, uh, it's a rare situation where talking is going to get you somewhere. The interesting timing is, is I think he was supposed to testify in front of the Senate today and instead is testifying or is not testifying while in custody. And I wonder if maybe the DOJ didn't have some concern about him testifying in front of the Senate and having the Senate um, kind of poison the well of his testimony or let him um, off the hook on certain things. I uh, I don't think it's coincidental that he was supposed to testify and then he's indicted and he's picked up and taken into custody. I think that's uh, I think those two things are linked. Well, here goes the conspiracy theory, but he probably has a lot of info on a lot of politicians or at least has talked to a lot of politicians and it's a lot of stuff that's probably not going to bode well for those politicians or at least be embarrassing or what what have you so maybe that's why the doj acted so swiftly because i see you 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 went you went conspiracy, which, and by the way, you proved me wrong on so many occasions. I never, I don't doubt you anymore. I went, I was thinking legal. Is there going to be a problem if he testifies? And there's uh, later, there's an argument that uh, they poisoned the well, so to speak, and you have to do some kind of a hearing on that. And it just was unnecessarily going to complicate the case that DOJ knew that ultimately they were going to bring anyway. Well, I think the problem is, is he gave so much money to politicians who probably should have been regulating him and weren't that it looks like a pay pay for play kind of kind of situation. We have a video uh, Mark was asking for about 28 seconds long. 
Oh, you got to shut the fuck up, and it's shut the fuck up Friday. So review the script. What do you say when the cop first pulls you over? Why'd you pull me over? And when he keeps asking questions? Not discussing my day. And they ask more questions? Am I being detained or am I free to go? And if detained, what do you say? I invoke the fifth. And then what do you do? You shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up Friday. Never answer questions when the cops ask. Have safe holidays. Tip of the day. <laughs> I love those guys. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, it's, it's, it, they're, they're, uh, they've, they've gone viral in the legal community elsewhere, right? I, uh, I grew up one of the many commercials I used to watch and screw up with Jacoby and Myers. Right. And I, I never knew that it was called Jacoby and Myers because they go here at Jacoby and Myers and they just kind of ran it together. And I decided in my head when I was about 13 that there was some, there was some land called like, Jacobia. I thought he was like a Jacobian <laughs> Meyer, and I didn't know what a Meyer was. But someone in the priest, a church, or something. He's a Jacobian Meyer. Listen to him. He's from a <laughs> land of justice, and I have somehow ran them together like I did, uh, like I did. Pia's Pia who I thought was P Isadora, not Pia Zadora, because they never they never put a gap. You ever meet Pia Zadora? No, and I never met a Jacobian Meyer. <laughs> but I still see the billboards for Jacoby and Myers, and I saw those commercials when I was in the seventh grade. I mean, so I don't know if their kids are taking over. Let me hit Audible here real quick. Oh, man. If you don't ride uh, elevators and uh, you don't pick airlines, you don't ride elevators for the music and you don't pick the airlines for the movies. For audio entertainment, choose Audible, the home for stories told by the biggest stars like Ethan Hawke, Kerry Washington, Kevin Hart. Let your imagination soar. Incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, bestsellers, new releases, celebrity memoirs. Mysteries and thrillers, motivation, wellness, business, and more. Audible members can choose one title a month from their entire catalog, plus access to Audible Originals and podcasts. Now you can even listen to Reasonable Doubt on Audible. It is Audible, right, Gary? That's right. Let Audible help you discover new ways to laugh, be inspired, or be entertained. New members can try it free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash RD or text RD to 500-500. That's audible.com slash RD or text RD to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Audible.com slash RD. So what so, else? You know, they, yeah. I was thinking about the uh, uh, along the lines of what we were just talking about with the DOJ versus the Senate. And it occurs to me that last night I was watching um, MSNBC and I uh, forget the show, but I remember that one of the January 6th committee women uh, was on there, uh, Zoe uh, Lofgren, the congresswoman from California. And they were being peppered with this idea of whether the January 6th committee was making criminal referrals to DOJ. And Mm -hmm. uh, to her credit, um, although, you know, she was wearing black and she looked like she could be a Supreme Court justice when she was talking. I, I don't know why that occurred to me, some bias of mine. But the interesting thing she talked about, which also reminds me of this, she talked about the fact that there's a separation of powers, which I think people tend to not 
quite understand um, uh, from there uh, because it's been so long since you take civics. But the fact that the January 6th committee makes a criminal referral really is at the end of the day is not going to necessarily sway the Department of Justice one way or another. Department of Justice, just like anybody else, can watch the hearings. They can get the information, but they've got actually more tools at their disposal than the uh, than Congress does. So this whole idea of waiting with bated breath to see if there's going to be a criminal referral is talking about exalting form over substance uh, is really kind of frustrating. Criminal fact, referral for Trump or for whom? And others. Like, you know, the one of the things that came out uh, that's been reported this week is that Mark Meadows, who was a former congressman, then Ch- Trump's chief of staff, was texting and apparently there are texts between him and um scores i don't know if scores is is correct but at least tens of uh sitting congressmen plotting the, what msnbc describes as a coup and i would assume that that's one of the referrals um that they uh the people are wanting to see i i just think like i said doj is going to do what doj is going to do and the special counsel who they've appointed is going to do what he does. He's already um, issuing subpoenas and uh, apparently uh, moving at uh, breakneck speed. And so they don't, a, a criminal referral it was just kind of irksome that they're so fixated on it um, is uh, at the end of the day, kind of a meaningless um, exercise uh, ultimately at the end of the day, because whether you refer it or not, the evidence you've developed is going to get over there and uh, and they probably have all of it, they being the DOJ, and they don't need Congress to send it over on a silver platter. I mean, there's just much ado about nothing. I will also tell you that as predicted, the uh, Republican uh, majority in the House is already talking about the various investigations and disbanding the various investigations. So we're going to have that in perpetuity as well. Be, be careful what you wish for. Then. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to hear what you think. Well, I mean, the thing about the January 6th thing is if you said to me, we had this very significant, dangerous situation and we want to form a committee and we want to look into it, I would say, okay, but then you start cherry picking who is on the committee and then you go, we don't want Jim Jordan on there. And it's like, why not? Because he's going to ask a bunch of questions about Nancy Pelosi or why wasn't there Capitol Police or he's going to want to know if people were informed before January 6th that uh, there's a possible danger and stuff like that. So we don't want that guy on. We'll cherry pick this committee and then we'll also cherry pick the subjects because they say all the time we have to have this committee so it doesn't have to happen again, but they don't look into what happened before January 6th, which would prevent it from not happening again. You can blame Trump all you want, but they didn't have an adequate security and police force there, and they were warned something's going on. I'd like to know about the FBI and how many informants they had involved and were on the grounds or were in the Capitol. I'd like some answers to that. I'd like to figure out what went on with the pipe bomb that was planted in front of the DNC and who planted it and who found it and where is it and where's how come we barely have any video of it. So if you want to give me a very broad 
totality of every aspect of that day, then I'm down with it. But if you and I want to know about the security, I want to know why that uh, Capitol Hill policeman shot that woman in the face at point blank range. It's all on the table. And if we want to get into the nuts and bolts of all of it, then I'm signing off on it. If you want to ignore many aspects of it and cherry pick the parts you want to litigate, then it seems very partisan to me. And I, my problem with it is that clearly everybody on that committee, everybody in Congress who was there on January 6th are the arguable, uh, ultimately, and I know it's a legal conclusion, but the victims. Since when do you have the victims conduct a legal inquiry at the scene of the crime? That in and of itself just doesn't make sense. And 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 no crossing, as you always said. We're just gonna we're gonna get this twenty six year old chick to tell you a secondhand story about somebody who may or may not have been in the armored um, SUV that Trump lunged at the wheel. It's all sort of hearsay. There's no cross that would never hold up anywhere. Like if you want to do it that way, then then I'm not interested. If you want to do it in a bigger way where she could be crossed, where you had people from across the aisle, you had people dissenters, people going, well, what about this? Or what happened to that? Then I'm all ears. Right. I I, just, I mean, you can take some lessons about our justice system, which is far from perfect. But one of the things that's great about it is, is you uh, just put your finger on is cross-examination makes all the difference in the world. Anybody can anybody can do the infomercial that is direct exam. What happened next? What happened next? My father used to say uh, to DAs, you know, I could train a monkey uh, to do this. He couldn't say that anymore. Now it would be I could train my uh, granddaughter to do it or my great granddaughter to do it. But the fact remains that until you get on the cross and until you start to see, especially if it's a well-prepped cross-examination, you start to see that the truth is not as black and white as you usually think it is. There's usually there's an agenda. There's that's the whole idea of an adversarial system. And I'll give you an example still out. I think Gary, I haven't checked today, but is the Weinstein jury still out? Yes. Wow. It's been a while, right? Day seven with just, by the way, the, I I just uh, saw a tweet from some kind of bitter um, uh, LA times person who apparently must listen to reasonable doubt because we talked about one of the juror notes uh, and uh, apparently the times, even though this is across the street from the building that they fled when they went down to El Segundo and got the hell out of town. Um, didn't even know that the jury had asked questions, didn't even know that they were out there. And this guy is, uh, uh, I've, I've heard from multiple sources. Yeah. When you were listening to reasonable doubt, uh, the jury, by the way, um, and, and I love this failed to notify the press. Well, if you're doing your job, you'd know it. I mean, right. Uh, how how unbelievable is that? The jury had asked a question that uh, I think gives – you never know when the questions come in. Let me just uh, – it, it could be one juror who's voting for not guilty as opposed to 11 who are staunch, but you never know. But the question gives you some uh, hope if you're the defense – 
because they're saying we don't necessarily, the jurors don't necessarily believe the other acts, the similar acts witness. And you get a jury instruction on that. But this was a very intelligent question because they said, if we don't believe the other acts evidence, can we still use that evidence to undermine basically the prosecution case and uh, find reasonable doubt? So they, when they preyed on a couple of uh, accusers who they don't believe, but maybe, and I'm, this is speculation, maybe they say, well, that story sounds a little canned or it sounds a little rehearsed. And boy, it's reminiscent of one of the charged victims. And I've got my doubts about that, too. And can we use that evidence for that purpose? Um, I, unfortunately, I don't think that the jury instruction covers that. But boy, it's a it's a highly intelligent question by doing the intellectual gymnastics to understand the burden of proof for uncharged acts and being able to use that inversely or the obverse for a charged act. So let me make sure I understand this. So if you're saying this one um, witness seemed pretty, or victim or whatever it is, seemed pretty credible, but then the other two didn't, now that makes me wonder about the one I think is credible? No. So say if you've got three accusers, (laughs) one of whom is Gavin's wife. Mm -hmm. Gavin's wife comes up there and, by all accounts, sounded... off the uh, off the deep end in terms of rehearsed or acted. Mm-hmm. I mean, by all accounts, it was uh, it, it was not a good performance. Now, those are the three. Say there's three counts, or say there's the three um, charged victims. They also brought in some other people who they did not charge their crimes for a variety of reasons, whether with statute problems or they didn't want to cooperate or whatever else. But you bring those people in and under an evidence code section in California, 1108, you can bring those people in to prove a motive, a signature, a time or an identity. So they'll tell their story. And if their story helps the jury find for the 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 accuser, the jurors can use that. Well, these jurors had gone one step farther intellectually, they said, hey, wait, we don't necessarily believe these people who aren't the, on the charge counts, but we want to use their, can we use their testimony to undermine Gavin's wife, for instance. Uh-huh. And that, that is, that's a highly intelligent, somebody who's, who understands the burden of proof, who understands what's being charged, and they're asking some good questions there. So... But, are you seven days seven days this jury has been out as 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 a defense attorney is that good news or bad news i you're hard pressed to find some bad news there but uh, there's no way to there's no way to divine it but it's it's academic because he's going back to new york to serve his time right well except the new york the highest court in new york now has voted to review that conviction and ironically, my guess is <clears throat> they reverse that New York conviction. It's going to be on the same issue of what's called the other acts evidence. Wow. So there's a possibility that Harvey Weinstein could be a free man in if, a year? If he, if he is 
acquitted or if the jury hangs in a mistrial is declared, it's entirely possible that he is entitled to bail here, which he would not post immediately. He would wait and see what New York does. If New York reverses his conviction, then he would be he'd have arguably could post bail on both coasts. Wow. All right. Let me hit uh, Roman here. Almost half the men experience moderate to extensive hair loss in their lifetime. There's options available to help stop balding in its tracks. Roman clinically proven prescription medication and over the counter treatments, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. Plus, specially formulated shampoos and conditioners that fortify, moisturize and make your hair look fuller. Just complete a free online visit. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will help you find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. Roman ships direct in discreet packaging with free two-day shipping. Starts at just 20 bucks per month on a uh, quarterly plan, and you get to save the hair you got with Roman. Right, Gary? That's right. Right now, Roman has a special offer just for our listeners. Use this link to get 20% off your first order. Just go to ro.co slash doubt today. That's ro.co slash doubt for 20% off. ro.co slash d-o-u-b-t for 20% off today. All right. What else are we looking at, Gary? Well, Gary, let's wrap up with the... um with the one that I, uh, I I get a kick out of, I don't know why, but I want uh, I want Adam's take on this. And it was a um, an employee who had an excuse, and the boss got into hot water. Do you know which case I'm talking about, Gary? Oh yeah, this is the Olive Garden case. Mm-hmm. Okay, run this down for Adam, and let's get his reaction before we close it up today. Basically, a, a Olive Garden in uh, Overland Park, Kansas. Recently, the manager was uh, came under fire because he said that if you call and call off, then you should basically go look for your own look for a new job. And if you have some sort of an excuse, like your dog died, that you should bring the dog to the restaurant and prove it. <laughs> yeah, good. Coming on the heels, by the way, of Elon Musk saying you want to work here, you got to come in. And that has caused a firestorm, if you haven't noticed as well. I don't understand what the I, I, I understand. I I employ people. I understand you employ people. But is that too much to ask? Have we entered a new uh, age where you can't ask people to actually show up? I think it was bad pre-COVID and then just got blown out of the water after COVID and lockdowns and telling everyone to stay home. Um, you know, I was talking to Dr. Drew this morning. I was standing outside the Glendale DMV. A lot of Armos, a lot of fans over there, Mark. And <laughs> these guys. Did they, give you, did they, they, they consider you Carolian, you know. Oh, you know, yeah. You're well, thought of, You're thought of as an honorary Armo. Sonny did not pass his written test, but uh, I was. But but I'm going to file this but under. By the way, Natalia <clears throat> on that spike that you posted, got yeah. about a hundred thousand views in no time, and that was quite the spike. Very aggressive playing volleyball, but not good at the DMV taking the written test <laughs> for either one of them. But I will say this, and I'm I'm, I'm bringing it around to this. There, <clears throat> we are in the old guys club, and Dr. Drew can't, for the life of him, figure out why I would have to drag my son to the DMV uh, on a weekday and make the appointment for him and force him to go and attempt to get his driver's license, which he failed at. 
and, and how that, you know, kids these days. And I understand the part of life where you go, things have changed, Pops, and we're doing things differently. And, they, you know, that's, that's the difference between being able to use the smartphone and being able to use the old roto dial phone and all that. But not all new things are good things. And showing up to goddamn work is an old thing, but it's old like diet and exercise is old. It's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? And we have this new world order where it's like, oh, that's your grandpa's way of doing it. And I get it for many subjects, but not work, not diet and exercise, not many of the sort of staples of of humanity that are tried and true. Um, showing up for work is important. I And, and so what you end up having because I experienced it, I, I would experience it when I would hire some young guy, like my nephew or something like that. And you would find out, uh, this guy, where is he? He's like, he's not there. And my mind would reel, like I'd go, I can't. And then I would talk to old guys. I talked, I always tell you, I talked to a, a lawyer who's partner at the firm and he was explaining that his junior lawyer said he was going to, take off and find himself for about three weeks and then added, don't bother calling. Like, I don't care if there's an emergency. I cannot be reaching. He was, his head, he was reeling. Like he, and then he'd do this whole thing. Oh my God. When I was 26 in junior at a law firm, I would have never like, you know, there's a lot of, a, a lot of that. So I understand that the old school guys are now the bad guys because we're the guys that are demanding that people show up and be accountable and euphemistically saying things like, I don't care if you have to bring your dog in or exaggerating that way, but I'm all in on this guy. I appreciate him. I feel him. And if he got, if he gets canned, he did, I can get him a job over at Mark's firm. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's bring it home. Uh, well, this is uh, this yes. is our last uh, episode with uh, the three of us for this year. So, uh, Merry Christmas! I'll see you Christmas Day. Happy yes. New year. And where are you going this week? Uh, I'm going to be at the Rialto Theater in Tucson, Arizona, and then I'm heading off to Tempe and doing four shows there at the Improv. You can go to ampcrow.com for all that. I don't want to forget about Geico. Do you own, do you rent? Well, sure you do, and you work hard, and that's where Geico comes in. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your automotive policy. It's a good thing, too. So save a lot of do re me and get going with Geico. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see just how much you can save at Geico today. What do you got, Mark? I'm just going to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas season. Happy holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas and uh, and uh, celebrate with your loved ones. It's the best time of year. Agreed. So till next time, this is Adam Carolla for Mark Hard Out, Soft Taco, Garagas, saying mahalo. Thanks for listening to Reasonable Doubt. Tune in next Saturday for an all-new episode. Corolla Digital. 
all month long on Pluto TV. Stream the biggest Tyler Perry movies free. Watch your favorites like Medea's Witness Protection and Medea's Big Happy Family. Join Tyler Perry as he goes on a couples retreat with Sharon Leal in Why Did I Get Married? Or Idris Elba and Gabrielle Union in the Tyler Perry directed film Daddy's Little Girls. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies and TV shows available on live and on demand. Download the free Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in, watch free. Would you love to save some money on your insurance? Of course you would. And who doesn't love a deal? When it comes to great rates on insurance for everything, Geico can help. Insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, RV, even your homeowners, condo, or renter's insurance. They are all covered with Geico. Save even more with special discounts when you bundle coverages together. Plus, they have an easy-to-use Geico mobile app and 24-7 roadside assistance, so it's easy to switch to GEICO. It's a no-brainer. Switch today and see just how much you could save at GEICO.com. Go there and get a rate quote or contact a local agent. Hi, this is Jillian. Those of us here at Core Junkie have a new podcast called Civil, where we dive into fascinating civil cases, like in the case of a principal who took it upon himself to hypnotize students as a hobby. Then many of those students ended up dead. Or when a man was publicly and wrongfully accused of being the I-10 freeway shooter. We'll also be covering popular civil cases you've likely heard of, like O.J. Simpson and Alex Jones versus the parents of Sandy Hook. This is AC. I have O.J. in the car. Sandy Hook, it's got inside job written all over Hosted by me, Jillian Jalali, researched by Nicole Gusmarati, and written by Matt Stroud and Nick Kepler. If you like following criminal trials like I do, I think you will love Civil. Subscribe to us now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.